Well, Giuliani, uh, life as a champion. What, what have the past couple months been like for you? I was just telling Brett, the most gratifying thing for me uh, from becoming champion, I, I think in the beginning I put myself in a box and I was like, I can't wait to be an inspiration for women and, and moms and, and young girls. I shouldn't have put myself in that box because I now realize that I was an inspiration to men and women, young and old, kids, boys, girls. I have been contacted by all walks of life. And for me, that is more gratifying than any belt, than any amount of money. They were inspired by my performance and they really, really like me. So I'm excited about that. That to me is the best. That's awesome. What were like the first few days like, right? I mean, to, to just process, I mean, obviously that it, it, it's, it's famous, you know, that moment you didn't really know, but as it's just soaking in and what all has happened, what were those first few days like? I didn't sleep for three days straight. I didn't sleep. I didn't want to miss a thing. I felt like if I slept for three hours that I was just going to miss, you know, some more action. So honestly, the first three days were a blur. I was a zombie, but I was a happy zombie. I was excited and I didn't want to miss a thing. Um, with that being said, I expected this of myself. I expected to win. I expected to walk away with that belt. I didn't know if I was going to walk away with one arm or one leg. I just knew that at the end of the night, I was walking away with that belt. With that being said, it's cute. It's awesome. I checked that off the goal list, but what's next? I want to talk about the future. I want to talk about what's next. That's what I was going to ask, right? I mean, you work to this point, right? And then you have to, I guess you have to reevaluate your goals, I guess. I mean, how does that work? I mean, I, like I said, I expected to win the belt. I expected to be a champion. And so for me, not only was I not surprised, but I was after the first week ready to go on to the next thing. What are we going to do next? How are we going to obtain this belt? I need rubies. That's all I care about. Rubies, rubies, rubies. Nice. Uh, and of course, you, you offered that night the rematch. You said, yes, we can absolutely do it again. I'm curious, with the rematch, is it about because you feel that she deserves it or it's needed? Or is it almost just something like you want to make sure that, you know, hey, we're going to we're gonna make sure there's no questions about this. The problem is, is that when you fight somebody that is that dominant of a champion that hasn't lost in seven years, that's never tapped out in their career before, that has literally been dominating and getting girls out of there in seconds and just knocking people out left and right. When you beat somebody that dominantly, that should have been enough. That should have been, you know, um, done on to the next one but there's still naysayers out there. There's still people that say that was a fluke. There's still people that think that, you know, whatever the excuses were, she had COVID, she was sick, she was hurt. Whatever the issue is, I wanna lay it to, to rest one more time and, and silence the naysayers. And so, yeah, we can run it back. Whenever you wanna do it, we can do it. What do you think when you hear that, when people go, oh yeah, I mean, it was great, but she caught her on a bad night or any of those excuses, right? Like, does that piss you off or does it motivate? Like, what, what do you think when you hear that? No, 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 you can't get uh, offended anymore. You know what I mean? The times that I cried were over and done with. You gotta have thick skin. If I paid attention to every horrible thing that people said to me, I would have jumped out of a window a long time ago. This is fighting and there's a lot of people that love fighting, but they don't really know a lot about fighting. And so this is just an opportunity to have people come on my journey with me and recognize me as the new champion and to do this with me. Together we can be stronger and if they just wanna follow along and, and just join me, I would love that, you know? And if I gotta show them one more time, then I'll show them one more time. Nice. The opportunity to be on uh, The Ultimate Fighter, was it a no-brainer for you? I mean, is it yes right away? Did you have to talk about it? I said, when, I'm there, let's go, absolutely. This is something that I've always wanted to do. It's something that I have always put on my bucket list as far as giving back to the next generation of fighters coming up. And uh, I just can't wait to see the success of my team and to help them be the best fighters that they can be. 
I'm curious how this experience is going to be for you, right? Because I know how, how dear this show is to your heart and that you do want to give back, right? But there's probably also going to be some gamesmanship going on. you got to get yourself ready for a rematch. There's probably all that little psychological warfare going on. So are you focused more on one than the other? Do you have to balance it? What's the experience like? Um, so, yeah, definitely. I feel like in one sense, while I'm training my team, I'm going to be right alongside them training myself. Maybe we can work the whole season on what I need to do in order to make sure that this rematch is going to go off without a hitch. I don't know. I mean, it's just as much as about them as it is about me. Uh, but let's not uh, forget, I got to fight at the end of this and I need to make sure that I'm the best fighter that I could be as well. So, again, Let's go on the journey together, team. Let's let's be a family. Let's make these lifelong bonds and let's have the best season ever. I'm excited. I thought the face-off was a little cordial. I expected a little fire from you, if I'm being honest. Uh, what do you think? I mean, are, are we going to be playing a little mental games throughout the year? Are they going to be talking or is it going to be reserved? Listen, it's not going to come from me on my side. I mean, if she wants to throw some punches, you know, we can do that. Trust me. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Like, I will be fighting back with, with everything that I have. I'm not gonna be pulling any shenanigans and I don't anticipate that I'm gonna be, you know, being that person. But if they come at me, then we're gonna have a different story, obviously. Right. And as far as the approach to the fight the second time around, I mean, I know you got a lot of time to put the game plan together, but when you think about it now, is it like, hey, let's just pick up where we left off because that worked pretty damn good? Or do you think, no, we got we to come with new wrinkles this time? There's definitely going to be some things that I need to work on, absolutely. Um, and a fight never goes 110% exactly how you thought it was going to go. You might get your hand raised, but there's always going to be little mistakes and little things that you can uh, fine-tune and make sure that you do better. So um, with that being said, there was things in the first fight that I was very disappointed in myself on, and those are things that I'm going to um, focus on changing for the rematch match nice i guess the last thing for me um i'm mean, obviously got production schedules and all that stuff but ideally for you do you have a, a, a time plan a, a date on the calendar schedule is when you'd like this rematch to happen um you know i had mentioned summer um but it it, it all depends you know now that i have got to this point in my career, there's other things that need to get set, settled out. So it, it's going to depend on me. It's going to depend on her. It's going to depend on the way things go. And uh, when we hit up, you know, the old UFC brass. So it, we got to all collectively work together. And when it makes sense for everyone, then we'll fight. Oh, we, we talking about a couple zeros on the check. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Ding! No, I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> Oh, gosh, this is just such a great opportunity. One hand feeds the other, you know, to be on The Ultimate Fighter, to have this show, you know, airing before the rematch comes out. I think it was a perfect scenario, and I don't think it could be leading up to the pay-per-view any more perfectly than doing this show. She's obviously changed gyms now. She's moving on, and she says that this was kind of going to happen at this point of her career anyway. Do you sort of believe that, or do you think maybe she's making adjustments that don't really need to be made because she's not really sure what went wrong? No, I absolutely do believe that, uh, probably because she's probably felt this way for a long time. She's at a one-stop shop at American Top Team, you know, a McDonald's cookie cutter type of gym where they're just throwing these guys in and out and in and out and everyone trains with everyone. You got Jorge Masvidal, used to be friends with Coley Covington, used to be friends with Dustin Poirier. Now they all hate each other, but they still got to train in the same gym. It's awkward. It's, do I trust these people? Do they have my best interests? Are they telling people about me? Are they watching me what I'm doing like a hawk? And then, you know, this information is going to get leaked out. It's a lot of paranoia. It's a lot of people um, making sure that they have their your best interests. And so I feel, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but I feel like that's definitely 
some part of why she feels like she needs to leave, especially with, you know, them saying, well, you know, uh, Kayla Harrison's the, the team captain. How do you feel about that? But now Kayla Harrison is, you know, my training partner. But now Kayla Harrison wants to fight me for mega million dollar fight. You know what I mean? It's like, who, who's really your friend here? You know, you can't trust anyone in that gym. And so I, I anticipate if she said, you know, this was a long time coming. I believe that. I really do the ultimate fighter how competitive are you going to get in terms of your teams versus hers because you said you know this has to be about you as well you've got to fight her at the end but is fights between the the people on the show going to be an extension of you guys or how are you treating that when it comes to fighting and i'll just throw this forewarning out there where i'm from people would like beg me to be their corner and i think it's because they respect me as a fighter but i also think it's because i'm very loud i have a very loud voice it carries it carries yeah no it carries so they would ask me to be in their corner because they know that if they get in a pinch not only do i know what i'm talking about but i'm very loud and they're going to be able to hear me so i'm just throwing it out there please just caution to the wind i am probably going to be the most annoying corner on earth <laughs> however if these fighters are fighting the way that they should and if they're doing what they should be doing, you won't hear a peep out of me, you know? And I want to make sure that they're the best um, fighters that they could possibly be. And so I'm going to get them ready for these fights in the short amount of time that we have. And I'm going to hope that I'm not squawking like a bird in the corner and that they're just going to do their thing and that they know what they're doing. But of course, you know, with that being said, you're going to hear me. After your fight, obviously there were some questions and some comments about motherhood. Was there any part of you that was kind of like, hey, this is being sidetracked to this thing that shouldn't be a big deal? How annoying. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still going on this journey. This is something that I had worked for for the last you know, 13 years. It wasn't something that happened overnight. It meant so much to me. So when you win the biggest fight of your life, like I step one foot outside the octagon and they're already in your face with the camera and being like, how does that feel? You know what I mean? So it was such a very emotional time for me. And I have a problem with sticking my foot in my mouth. And sometimes I feel like I need to take a beat, hear what the reporter said, and then answer from there. And so I'm still learning. And I don't even remember what the question was. I've not looked back on it because I'm still like mortified, embarrassed at the second that I win the biggest fight of my life, I'm getting canceled after two minutes, you know? So for me, it was horrible, a horrible experience. And I used poor choice of words, but absolutely. Amanda's a mom champ. I'm a mom champ. When you got kids, you're a champ in all your kids' eyes. There's dad champs, there's mom champs. So anybody that has children can attest to the fact that your kids look up to you like you're a champion. And so everybody's a mom champ. Everybody's a dad champ. I didn't mean it like that. And, uh, you know, I didn't um, by any means make or have any ill will. Uh, it was just a, an exciting moment and uh, my words were misconstrued. Do you think that there'll be a, a chance for the two of you to talk about that maybe? Or do you want to just let that rest and never mention it again. I think she kind of understands that my words were misconstrued. I think she knows what I meant. And I made probably 10 uh, interviews right after that whole situation, kind of addressing what I meant and, you know, how my words were misconstrued. And I know that she understands that because I saw in her comments, you know, yeah, I heard what she said and, you know, okay, it's over. It's done with. I, I hope that she's not still, you know, been out of shape about it because she absolutely is a mom champ. Thank you. Yeah, no problem being cancelled. You were on the Joe Rogan show recently. I'm curious if you have any thoughts about what's happening to him at the moment. You know, I, I can't speak for Joe. I can only speak for myself. And I took a little heat on that as well. Um, and what I mean to say is, once again, my words were a little bit misconstrued. I am tired. I am exhausted. We are going on this pandemic two years, going on three years now. I just want things to go back to normal. I just, I realize that they probably won't, but I just 
um, you know, I didn't mean to come across as insensitive, especially for the fact that I had COVID. Everybody that I know had COVID. I lost my aunt in Venezuela. I lost many people that were near and dear to me. It absolutely is real. I'm just angry and frustrated and exhausted over the whole situation because I just am wanting things to go back to normal. And so if I offended anybody by my comments on, on COVID, please, I would like to apologize. That was not by any means what I meant to say. I just meant to say that I'm frustrated with the way that the world is right now. So that actually wasn't what I was referencing. I was referencing the fact that they're like trying to cancel him and all that stuff. But, but yeah. they're trying to cancel him because of what his feelings are on the whole matter. So they're trying to dig up everything that they can. They're trying to find any negative thing that they can to try to cancel him because of his original message. And, you know, I can't speak for Joe. I don't know what, how his thoughts are. Me being, you know, still learning in the process. I think that like he was trying to divert away from that when I was on the thing and I just kept coming right back to it and hammering it. My sister's like, you can't read a room? This guy is like literally trying to tell you, let's quit talking about this, you know? So I just like, God, idiot. So now I feel like I can't say how I really feel about anything because they're just gonna find a way to make a headline. And so now I'm just like, just keep it PG, Juliana. Just keep it PG. When she was here earlier, Amanda did say that when she became a champion, she had the same experience. She was learning like, oh shit, you can't really say much. It gets taken. So I guess you guys have had that in common. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, when you're in the limelight, it's kind of, you gotta, gotta scale it back a little bit. And so um, that's just the world that we live in. And, uh, you know, you gotta be careful what you say. And I think that those are two hard lessons that I have learned since being the champion. Watch your mouth. At least you got them out of the way early. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I hope that I don't have any more. Great, thanks guys. <laughs>